Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard, a podcast on the We Play RPGs podcast network. Each week, I, Eli Royal, pants wearer, leather jacket owner, Shanty and Woods Liver hosts this podcast, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I don't know where we're going with this, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I think we all know exactly where this is going, and I play Rovarth. I'm Jerry, and I'm all for where it's going, and I play Roscoe. Actually, I play Margo, and begrudgingly wear pants. And this episode, unlike... My nemesis who helped me make this show is brought to you by MetallicDiceGames.com with their very, very pretty metal dice, their gemstone dice. Jason, you just recently got their Zircon Glass Emerald dice. Yeah, their see-through, which is really cool. Emerald's my, uh, my birthstone, so that's, that's why I got them. They're, they're very, very pretty, is what I will say. As you would expect for a for a gemerald for a gemerald whatever for gemerald <laughs> an emerald colored glass dice they, they that's exactly what they are and they're and they're very delightful much like you should Jason went to metallicdicegames.com and used the coupon code play it forward for ten percent off of his order and this cool. episode is also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. Foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward gets you 10% off of their D&D themed coffee. They've got a lot of really great flavors. I'm back to drinking initiative because of that toffee after flavor that I really enjoy. And face step. And yeah, face step is really good too. And, and they have some really good decaf options if you want the flavor of coffee without staying up all night. And my, uh, I brought my regular null, which is in Modern Espresso. It's kind of nutty. I brought that into work. And in literally a week, it was gone. And we were alternating <laughs> it on and off. And it was gone in a week. And it's the whole bag. Like, I didn't buy a small bag. I bought, like, a regular size bag. They have five-pound oh, bags yeah. coming out. I was like, what? Yeah, that's true. They're going to be selling five-pound. By the time this comes out, I think they will have been selling five-pound bags. So I will be obviously purchasing far more for my workplace. <laughs> and again, that is foundfamiliar.com slash play it forward for 10% off your entire order. And last time, my nemesis is you were planning on Rovarth and Margot taking some uh, enchanted to grant them temporary invisibility items into the palace because yes. you can both fly. So if yeah. you're invisible, you can just fly over the walls. 
They're flying higher. I literally all forgot to, that I can do that. Rescue Elric. Although I would like to reiterate that this is a scouting run, not necessarily yes. the full rescue mission. However, yeah, <laughs> we need more information. But if you come across, hey, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can improvise. Can we? Well, Rovarf can improvise. <laughs> well, first things first. Um. I got my shopping list ready for some magical items that'll make this way, way easier. Uh, first things first, I remember that uh, those guys, uh, I don't remember what they were called, but they changed into different people and then they tried to murder me in my sleep or something. Those guys uh, are probably scrying on us, so we should probably get something to prevent us from being scried upon. In addition to the things on my magic on my magical shopping list. Okay, suave Robarth. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's just... what I'm doing. <laughs> it's fine. No. <laughs> well, good sir. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and I think Flint also mentioned we should get some messenger sending stones or whatever. Forgot yeah, we were going was... shopping. And Crackers really and tits. I fucking quit. <laughs> I forgot what it's been a while. Okay, I forgot what he sounds like. Really? Not that. <laughs> oh my god, that's the voice from the other game. Probably. <laughs> it is from Rawls. <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> don't worry about it I love you all <laughs> we're off to a rocking start get, get, get the don't worry about it shirt on the tea public store somewhere <laughs> don't worry don't about worry it, about it. Hey. don't worry about it my point still stands these are the things we need to get oh I agree good sir with your awkward accent no back into character I agree good sir these are things that we definitely need and the scrying is important that it needs to be tackled head on so I, I'm gonna go shopping and I'm gonna ask out of character can we get rare items or do we have to find those out in the wild it mostly depends on where you are let me crack open this document here and read more about Bemen. Um, um, specifically, the two items I'm looking for that would be under the rare and very rare categories is oil of etherealness and potions of invisibility. Hmm. And remember that I went and got of our gold set up, so for everyone else, we have 14,000 gold before we sell our knickknacks. So, keep that in mind if there's anything you guys want to buy. I just, I did a lot of homework to make sure this doesn't fail. Rovarth asked the the Mana Stone a lot of questions about what items would be useful in this situation. And the uh, Sundera Stone pretended to be very annoyed, but in fact was very happy to have conversation after 300 years in a fucking crypt. Yeah. <laughs> so so sassy and rude. I've also included items that are on the Yieldar uh document, so we shall see. 
I'm glad you researched because I forgot. Um, I did this literally after we recorded that session. <laughs> you're going to have to make some rolls to see if you okay. can find it because stuff like that is is going to be hard to find. It's possible. Bemen is such a large city with so much wealth flowing through it that you can find most anything. But, you know, obviously the rarer it is just plain, the harder it is to find. Yeah. What's, um, what would I be rolling for this? It'd probably be either, either investigation or just a straight charisma check. All right. I'll leave that for later. I just wanted to know if it was possible. I think so. So with that being said, like I said, my highest priority is preventing us from being scried upon. So I'm going to look for amulets of proof against detection and location, which are uncommon items. Okay. And I'm going to look for four of those. One for each of us. Um, well, Roscoe can't wear it. Oh. He's already got an okay. amulet. Then I will look for three of those. And Roscoe's amulet gives him blind sight. Yeah. That is very important. Uh, and I think in, it, advantage on investigation checks. Um, I don't know. I don't fully remember. Well, also, I'd presumably... They'd presumably be scrying for the mana stone, the mana stone itself, but I still want to make sure that the rest of us are covered. Especially since well, now they know us. I mean, I'll tell you right out. Uh... If the Mana Stone was able to be scried upon, it wouldn't be so frequently lost. Well, oh, Vorvarth just knows that we've been scried upon at some point, so I'm, I'm buying some stuff. <laughs> All right. Paranoid old man, give him, just l- let him have this. Um, yeah, you find a shop. There is a there is a uh, human mm-hmm. at the counter. A uh, older woman. By the name of Oba. Says, uh, Welcome to Oba's item shop. What may I help you with? Yes, me and my friends were looking for uh, something to protect us from being scried upon through arcane means. Ah, upset a wizard, have you? Probably. <laughs> Well, I do have, and she walks around and walks up to a case, uh, these amulets that will help protect you from such things. How much do they, um, is there a price tag? No. Okay, I'll ask her how much they're worth, or how much they cost for me to purchase them. Do you have Flint with you? Yeah, I'd probably bring Flint along with me. Yeah. Just Flint because you know along. Flint would be able to check for quality. Exactly. All right. If you hadn't brought Flint, I was going to try and trick you with fake magic items because I thought it would be funny. It would be until it <laughs> fails horribly and we're like, hmm, we need to go kill that lady. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, she says, um, well, how many do you need? I would need three. Three. Mm. Well, for three, I will sell them to you for 1,200 gold. Flint would like to inspect for quality, because holy shit. All right. Okay, roll investigation. 
Okay, hold on. Investigation. Also, I needed Flint because Flint has our party funds. 17. I mean, they're not the best quality, but the magic seems to be good. Like, I mean, they'll work. I mean, they'll work. That's all they... I care about. Okay. I will pay uh, half of that, and then Flint will have to pay for the rest of it from the party fund. So that is how much gold? 600 in? left. 600 okay. that is coming out of the party fund. Yep. Because that's okay. all of my gold for the most part. Okay, uh, that was my brain being dumb because <laughs> I thought that was going to be so much worse. <laughs> yeah, you said no. six hundred. Like, oh, that's not that's not bad. That's no. not horrible. No, I'm paying for six hundred. You're paying for six hundred out of the party fund. And uh, while we're doing our our booking, I was also um, found myself in need of. Um, I've heard tale of an item called sneakers. Hmm. Let me see. I might have something in that realm. I would only need one set. One All pair, right. if you were. Let's see. And she actually pulls a book up from underneath the counter and starts flipping through and goes, Ah, yes. Uh, I do have a pair. One moment. She puts the book back down and walks into the back. She just comes out and um, she has those, these uh, very simple black shoes. And because it's been a while, remind me what they do. These small shoes grant advantage on dexterity stealth rolls that rely on remaining silent. When dealt damage from attack, you may use your reaction to move up to your speed. That'll cover me. That means I won't have to worry about the elven kind stuff, I don't think. How how much for those? She says, um, there will be 300 gold. Sure. And I'll have Flint pay that from the party fund. Um, well, that takes care of that problem. We can fly, so I don't need to worry about that. Um, that would just leave backup plan, which we're already screwed. So those two would be the only other thing. And then Flint can go and ask about the message stones. Okay. I will ask if she has either gloves of thievery or a skeleton key. And I will poise my question a, as that skeleton. we have. You have a skeleton key? Yeah, Margo already has a skeleton key. Oh, well, then I'll just ask for gloves of thievery and I will ask it as if we've been locked out of our house. And that is why we need them. Because that feels like a suspicious item to be purchasing. She does not have gloves of thievery. Then I will supplement my question with a bag of tricks. Uh, she also does not have a bag of tricks. <laughs> Keep going down the list. A deck of illusions. Uh, let's see. These are all uncommon items, by the way, for you audience. Yes. Yeah, she has a deck of illusions. I would like to, pr I, I would like to purchase... Yeah, hey, uh, Flint, while, while we're here, you might want to uh, take a look around, see if there's anything you might want, like uh, those meshed stones you were saying. I'm going to let you do your thing first. Also, out of character, like, it's really weird, because that is not your normal Rovarth voice. And I... It's 
Fine. <laughs> My normal Rovarth voice is me, just different, and I don't remember what the hell I did. So it doesn't matter because you haven't used it in like forty episodes. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, I had to get my Dungeon Master's Guide because I want to know what these items do. <laughs> okay. This is this is now backup plan is what this now is. <laughs> Once I realized that I had all of the main the main stealth stuff, I was like, okay. okay. Then I only need to worry about backup plans. Well, you know, you already have advantage on stealth with when you're invisible, right? Yes, but if our invisibility fails, and it's specifically for sound, not sight, so. Because I think true. the invisibility only lasts an hour. I don't want to be caught with my pants down, as it were. <laughs> um, this is Jason over-preparing for things. That's fine. And a little bit of Rovarth's PTSD bleeding through. his paranoia. I mean, Flinch is preparing. And at this point, Rovarth is rubbing his leg nervously. He's getting cold. It's going to rain soon. Flinch just quietly reaches over and kind of like holds your hand. Please stop, you're making well, me nervous. What will help is because of the nature of Flint's magic. When you cast invisibility, like if Flint gives you two items that will allow you to cast invisibility, mm -hmm. that gives you two hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's the plan. Like, uh, because of Flint's class level, that's, uh, I believe we use it for multiple people let me look that up first for we it's only a second level spell and you cast as a fifth level caster you could make everyone invisible yeah i could make everyone in the party invisible but why like, are we only sending two people then because safety? you're scouting yeah okay we will all break okay. in later um yeah she will sell you a deck of illusions for 400 gold okay if you can deduct that from the party fund sure 400 gold. And I will I will add these things into my list. I will thank her uh, for her time. I will ask Flint if there's anything Flint would like to purchase while he is here. And then we will leave if there's nothing. Hmm. Do you sell any message stones? Oh, yes. Cool. Uh, I need to buy three. Three message stones? All right. Yes, ma'am. That will be 300 gold. All right. Can I inspect them first? Say that, you guys. Well, you know. I just need to know why. Like, what you're looking for. He doesn't want to buy a fake magic item. Okay. Then you just need to detect magic. Okay. Yeah, they're real. Cool. I will buy three, and that's 300 gold, you said? Yep. Okay. And while you're here... You might want to get a stone of stabilizing. Oh yeah, that's a thing. We should get that. <laughs> I forgot stone about that. Stabilizing. Yes, it has ten charges and it allows you to cast the uh, spare the dying cantrip. Because I I have a scroll for that, but yeah, that would be good too. Okay, then I ask her, can we get a a stone of stabilizing? Yes, and that will be one hundred and fifty gold. Okay. Thank you. I buy the thing. I love that you guys are in such a hurry that you just let this lady fleece you. It's fine. I don't. I don't... <laughs> we have money to burn. Right now, he wants to get this stuff and go. Nah, that's fair. Makes sense to me. 
Look, I consider it like Rovarth considers it her extra payment for not asking too many questions about the nature of why we're buying these things. Totally not planning a robbery with these items, ma'am. Think for yourself, man. Man, she's like a gun store. She doesn't have to ask questions. That's that's true, but I'm just saying. All right. Okay, so what's next? Well, that's all my stuff. If that's all Flint stuff, then I guess we'll reconvene, hash out a plan, and go and uh, do the thing. Nervously. Yeah, so I'll, I'll make my way back to where we're staying at once we're done with that. All right. Can I wander around the shops a bit, like, after we get out of the store? Sure. I just, Are you looking for anything? Proud. Not particularly. I just, anything adventurous, because... Flint's nervous, so he just kind of wants to see what he can find, like any interesting items or things he think, you know, his friend, the party. No, like, hey, see. I found this history book. I think Roscoe would like it. Hey, I found this Gift, this basically. necklace that Margot might like. I'll hang out with, with Flint just to make sure nothing bad happens. I do not trust this city worth anything. That's smart. Wait for those to open up. Because I have a bunch of random lists I can play around with. This is what I get for like <laughs> deciding to explore the city. You're gonna like throw something at us now. So excited. Yep. You know what? So you know what? That's fair. But at the same time, it's like he's kind of nervous. Things are kind of tense, and just like maybe he can talk out some of his prop, some of his uh, worries <laughs> with Robert there. Well, you know, doing shopping therapy. <laughs> sure. Let's see. The first thing you come across is uh, Madame Ortho's oddities. Ooh, that looks promising. Flint looks at Roborth and goes, I'm going to look in here first. You want to come in? Why not? Might find something useful. We go in. Okay. What do we see? Yes. Just a bunch of weird stuff. It's a curio's shop, so it's got all kinds of like trinkets and knickknacks, things like that. Nice. I'm gonna look for something that I think Amir might like. Alrighty. Let's see. I'm gonna look and see if I can't find something that, you know, Margo or Roscoe might like. Something oh. for both of them. Wait, no, I'm gonna change that Sergeant Wynn might like. Alright. Shop for your girlfriend. Yes. I need to do that. All right. Let's see. So I'm going to let you choose. I have rolled, but I'm going to let you choose which list. There is items in a fantasy thrift shop, mysterious trinkets, uh, interesting trinkets, and minor magic items. Hmm. I'll do interesting trinkets and minor magical items. All right. What you find is the skull of a bird with an iron nail driven in through it. I just kind of cock my head at it and go, what kind of bird? Is it like... Roll nature. Okay. Oh, no. It's a dead bird. My poor boy. <laughs> Oh, nature. That's a plus zero. That's a five. Uh, 
I mean, it's a bird. Okay. I was trying to figure out whether or not it was a corvid or bird of prey or something like that. Um, I'll shrug. How, hey, uh, how much for the uh, bird skull with the nail in it? 12 silver. Pay that. That's easy. Now, Flint, what are you, who are you looking for first? Uh, in this store, I'm going to look for something from Marco. Man. Keep rolling high. Let's see. <laughs> you pick up a belt. Um, it's this like leather that's been dyed a really dark red. And you hold it in your hand. And then you feel your arm. And it is worryingly similar to the texture of your skin. That's not horrifying. (laughs) Oh my god, what the hell? But it is a very soft belt. I mean, it feels like skin, so... Well, any leather belt is skin. I mean... (laughs) Don't make me sound like an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm not doing that. I mean, I make myself sound like an idiot. It's okay. You can join the club. I don't mind carrying my crown. Oh my god! I'm gonna walk over and touch the belt just to see what it feels like to me. Oh it's Flint just a just... very soft belt. Shrug. It's a belt. I'm sure it's weird, but I mean, if you like belts, I guess. I mean, I think that's kind of a. I have a headcanon that Flint and Margot would just buy each other weird stuff sometimes. Just like, hey, I saw this. It's weird. I thought of you. Yeah, <laughs> that's accurate. So, like, Flint asks, like, hey, how much for this dark red soft belt? 22 silver. Okay, cool. Thank you. I buy the thing. I feel like this thing is haunted, but like... And then we leave, slightly more disturbed than earlier. Uh, the... God damn. Rolling the metallic dice, the amethyst dice I have from metallic dice games, and they keep rolling really high. Because they're blessed by the gods. Yep. The next story you come across is... Uh, the gold chain. They sell gold! Like, no, basically, no, no, no. it's just a really good place to um, trade stuff for gold. That's a pawn shop. I'll, I'll be outside. Flint's not going to go in, They're, but... It, it should specify. They are not a pawn shop because you can't buy any of the things that they trade for gold. Wait, wait so do they want gold bars? No, if you have, like, little figurines or valuables or stuff they will pay you for them but you can't go in and buy those things okay so they'll they they will they will give us money for knickknacks that's basically what it like this is where you would take you know your five gold art objects i mean if you have if you want to sell any of our art objects consignment shop i mean i'm looking at our um it's not a consignment shop Never you mind. Can't can't buy anything. Buy you can't buy any of the items that they buy. I realized after I said it, I was like, <laughs> yes. no. No, that's wrong. You know, I wrote down all of our, our items slash 
slash all that weird stuff that's not gold but it's valuable and i'm pretty sure most of us if not all of us have like claimed the random things there so it's like i don't want to sell anything i, I might mean they can also make they they will also make gold jewelry for you which is why rovarth was like not really my thing i'll hang out outside because i assumed it was a jewelry shop at first flint's gonna buy margo another crown <laughs> Because I think we broke the last one that she had. No, it got stolen by no, a dragon. it got taken by the dragon. I'm going to buy her another crown. A small Zura crown. Zura Alhoda. What's their name? She was rude. She was interesting. So I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure as a player, she is stalking Flint and actively making his life harder. <laughs> All right. Um, it will cost you... Yeah, they've. I mean, they have some pre-made stuff for like twelve gold. Neat. And the <laughs> next door you come across. Oh, good. Gertha's topography. It's a map shop. We do. I'm need gonna maps. go in there and look for something for Roscoe, like, because I might find something that he might be interested in. Yeah. Are you looking for anything in particular? Like, they just have a bunch of different maps. I don't... Do they have, like, a map of the world? Oh, yeah. Or, like, a map of the two continents? Because I think that'd be... I mean, the world map is kind of useless. Like, it's a neat thing to have, but it doesn't really function as a map. Yeah. But they do have two functioning maps of the continents. Cool. Because, uh, Flint... Fulton looks at that like, no, Roscoe could use this. And he probably just has mad, but like, he probably didn't bring it with him. True. So, Flynn finds the two maps and asks, hey, how much are these? Uh, that'll be one silver. Okay. Thank you. Alright. The next place you come to is Gertrude's Trinkets. Mm-hmm. Flynn wants to go in. All right. The first thing that catches your eye. Yes. A smooth stone. It's just a shiny rock. Flint's looking at it and he just sees his reflection in it and he's like, I'm buying this. It's mine now. <laughs> All right. Uh, For you as a player, uh, this small stone hums and vibrates when near a Rakshasa. That could be good. Especially because they're shapeshifters. That's exactly why that could be good. You said it's a shapeshifter? Rakshasa are. Near a Rakshasa? Yep. Cool. Flint's going to buy that. Like, he doesn't know that yet, but, like, still It'd be really cool. weird when we meet this one guy who seems like a totally normal guy, and then the stone starts vibrating. It's oh, yeah. It's like, hmm. be fucking wild. Uh, and Rovarth, first thing that catches your eye, yes, all the way up here. There we go. It is a cube with each side having nine squares with an eldritch symbol inscribed within the rich oak finish. And you can slide the cube around to shift the location of each face to match the others. 
it's a Rubik's cube. I'm gonna buy this for the right. kiddos. Uh, the stone is two silver, and the cube is uh eight silver. Okay. Um, Rover fiddling with it, you do notice that it's hard to tell because this thing is very, very shiny. Like it has been very well polished, um, and and oiled and all that stuff. But it, it's hard to tell. But when you get like a line to match mm-hmm. up, it seems to like glow for a second. But it's just really hard to tell because you're walking around in the sunlight. So it might have just been a reflection. Okay, I'm pi- I'm typing in wooden Rubik's cube magic question mark for kids. Yep. The last time you guys went into a a shop for the kids. This does not make <laughs> me immediately think haunted evil. I know, like... it's just... <laughs> also, Roverth has a wisdom of nine. Yes, this is also true. I am not wise. Okay, now Flint has to find something for the kids. <laughs> um... For Kieran, you spot a silver coin. Uh, which uh, doesn't feel right. Like, it, it feels like this is a fake coin. Like it's just not heavy enough. Flint picks it up and just kind of, like, starts investigating it. Like, what is wrong with this? This is too light. Sure. Roll investigation. 21. All right. Let me see. With a 21, you notice that uh, this coin has a seam all the way across the two faces. Like you could just pull it apart. I want to try that. (laughs) Just like pry apart this, this thing. See if maybe I can find a seam on it. Like, uh, we're actually not a seam. Like, what is it? Uh, a latch? Yeah. Well, there's no latch. Uh, the seam is just so fine that when you pull it, uh, if you push it together, it kind of seals itself. And if you pull it apart, uh, but when you pull it apart, there is a very small piece of folded paper in there. Ooh. Okay, I'm, no- I'm nosy. I want to know what the paper says. All right, one second. It says, a foolish man wastes me, the average man spends me, a wise man invests me, yet all men succumb to me. What am I? Money or time? Time would be my assumption. Flint mutters the riddle out to himself and just kind of goes like, yeah, it sounds like money. Or, or could that be time? <laughs> do you, I mean, do you commit to an answer or are you just mumbling? Uh, Flint, Flint goes like, yeah, that sounds like time. Uh, and then the message change, uh, changes and it seems to be a very small map. You would need a very fine magnifying glass to read it. (laughs) Cool. Flint's just buying all the adventure hooks. You act like I'm sure. totally not going to buy He's buying this. all the adventure hooks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I want the adventure hook. Like, dang, that is awesome. I mean, 
Bovarth has definitely bought some. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. Uh, Flint, I want you to roll sleight of hand for me because you know for a fact this person is not going to sell you this coin now. I wish Margo was there. 24. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. Yeah, you pocket that shit so well that Rovar thinks you set it down. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that that coin's probably not gonna go going to Kieran now. <laughs> or well, the coin is going to Kieran. The map is not. Um I mean you also find like a little five inch garden gnome statue. Oh man, what's it like? What's it look like? Like a little garden gnome? Yeah, just uh, with the with the pointy red hat and stuff. And yeah, beard? It, it looks like a standard garden gnome, except it's five inches tall. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we got to move on. So, yeah. if you buy it, it'll be five copper. I'll buy it, then like go back. Flint has gotten his uh, jitters out with random shit. Coincidentally, this also works on me as a player. <laughs> like, want to make you not nervous? Just take me out and just have me buy random shit. <laughs> take me out. Is that wow. too dark? A no. little bit. We're going to make our... <laughs> 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 just a tad. Just uh... Hey, everybody. It's Eli. Sorry to interrupt the action on this episode of Prismatic Guard, but... If you really love the world that we've crafted for you, if you really love our characters and the monsters and the NPCs, well, you now have the chance to play in that world. We have a Kickstarter for this world, Ildar, the World of Dragons, and if you go to weplayrpgs.com, click at the top of the page, support the show, you will see a link for the Kickstarter. And A, you can help us make this setting a reality, but B, you can get your hands on a copy of the world setting. Everyone involved in the project, uh, Roscoe, Margot, Flint, Rovarth, they are all playing original classes or subclasses for this setting. And you have the chance to look through all the other awesome things we have. So go ahead and head to weplayrpgs.com, top of the page, support the show, and follow that link to the Kickstarter. And if you can help us out, that would be amazing. If you can't, go ahead and just share it for us. All right, get back to the action. We're, we're going to make our way back to uh, wherever we're staying at. And uh, I'm going to let Margo know that I'm ready to go. And I will give Margo and Flint their amulets of uh, protection against scrying. That in here. Alrighty. Flint and pulls I guess, out two gold pieces and ends them with uh, the invisibility spell and gives one to Rovarth and one to Margo. And the, the message stones? No, not the message stones. The, the yes, but we need. He to said yeah, the character and the message stones. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> I give those out one to and Margot. Okay, cool. All right, so there's your message stone and amulet. 
And then you also have an invisibility coin. Oh, gosh. So much stuff. Hang on. Yeah. We're, we're about correct. to go and use them. I know. Whenever we're ready. <laughs> um, Roscoe does say, before you go, don't take any unnecessary risks. I'd rather you both come back with no information than only one of you come back with some information. Yeah, we remember, Marco. Or neither of you come back with all the information. So do your best. Stay out of sight. Stay invisible. Try not to engage if possible. My plan, Margo, is for us to get as close to the palace wall as possible without being seen. Trigger the invisibility. Fly over. Land. Scout the place out. And get back. That sounds good. Remember. So what do um, What is the goal? Of, Our, of the your scouting. Like, what are you hoping to find out? What I'm hoping to find out is where Elric is being held, the quickest route to that location, and the safest route to that location, and any security measures along the way. Okay. That is my intent. All right. Whether or not that'll happen, who knows, but that is my intent. Okay. Um, go ahead and make stealth rolls for me. Oh, well, also... From which direction are you approaching the castle or the palace? Because there is an eastern gate and a southern gate. Do we um, remember? Those are the only gates. If there was any specific information about, I mean, why are we even wor worried about the gates? Is there is there like a way to get to the wall without worrying about the gates? Oh yeah, because I mean, just important if you're approaching from the south, there's a gate. And if you're both like, I know you're not going through the gates, but I would like to avoid the gates because it seems like that's where there'll be the most guards. Okay. Because that's the obvious point of entry. All right. So you're thinking uh, north or west? Mm hmm. I like, I like west personally. West. West wing. And right. uh, what we're going to do is get as close as we can. We're going to get out of sight activate our invisibility coins, then fly over the wall. All right. Go ahead and make stealth rolls uh, to see how close you can get. And I am wearing the sneakers, if that matters. It will. Ooh. Uh, first roll was a 16, so that is an 18. 27. Yeah, you guys are fine. Uh, you guys actually <laughs> managed to get within about 10 feet of the wall. And I will activate the coin with the command word that I'm sure Flint gave us, and we will fly over the wall. And Alrighty. Like, literally, the key word is... Bye, is... bitch! Yeah, <laughs> that works. Let's go. <laughs> the key word is bye, bitch. <laughs> And Rovarth doesn't know that because uh, Flint gave it to him in Infernal. It's fine. <laughs> I, just, I, utter, I utter the Infernal keyword, not knowing what yep. it means. <clears throat> and you and Margo disappear and both uh, fly over the wall. Yeah. Because the wall's only 20 feet tall. Yeah. Um, you guys land in what seems to be a garden. And there's this uh, small, like, gazebo in the center of it. And there appears to be a noble who's just kind of sitting in the gazebo reading a book. I say small gazebo. It's like 
almost 20 feet by 20 feet. Jesus. For a palace, I guess? <laughs> All right, so... Um, from where you are, you can immediately see a door that seems to open up into the wall. Okay. Because the wall does have a roof. Um, and you saw windows, so presumably the guards walk around the inside of the wall and, like, fire out of it if they need to or whatever. Um, but from your position, you will also be able to see that the there is a path going around the main palace. Mm-hmm. You can see a set of double doors to the south, a set of double doors to the east. I'm going to assume he's in the dungeon somewhere. That They have him in some kind of special dungeon workshop place. That may be wrong, but that's where my... That's where my instinct's telling me. So, Margot has the greater experience when it comes to infiltration missions, so I will follow her lead. There was a lot of different directions. Can you say them one more time? I'm sorry. I just want to be sure I choose the right thing. So you are in the... You are currently... The garden is in the northwest mm-hmm. area of the palace grounds. Um, there are some doors to the some single doors to the north that seem like they go into the wall. There is a path that you can see that goes east. Seems like it leads around the palace building itself. Mm-hmm. There is a set of double doors to the south and a set of double doors to the east. I want to follow the path that goes around the palace. Okay. Uh, make some stealth checks with advantage. Oh, thank God. That's a 22 natural 20. Okay, nice. so um, you said with advantage. What does that mean? Yes. Roll twice. Pick the highest. Oh, okay, cool. That's why I, I didn't fail miserably. Ooh. Uh, so. 25. All right. You guys are, are moving along. And you get to a point and you can see that you get about mm, halfway along the northern wall and you see that built into the wall is a small shrine. Um, Again, I say a small shrine. It has three rooms-ish. I only bring it up so that you know what you're passing. Okay, yeah, because it's not... Yeah, I'll put it... I mean, there's nobody in it that you can see, so... I'm just going to poke my head in and just see what it's a shrine to. If it's obvious. Um, it seems to be like an ancestor's shrine. Like oh. it's, It is a shrine to all of the previous emperors and empresses. All right, I'll just kind of shrug my head and we'll keep going. Um, you guys lead around. As you reach the corner of the wall, which is about 10 feet from the corner mm-hmm. of the palace itself. And you keep passing these single doors that lead into mm-hmm. the wall. But when you get around to the east wing of the palace grounds, you can see two large uh, 10 foot by 10 foot or a, I'm sorry, not two, a large 10 foot by 10 foot fountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also see the main, ga- the main gate, which is the Eastern gate and uh, the main doors to the palace. 
Okay. And the path continues on. Uh, there is a single door to the south mm-hmm. that leads into a building of some kind. Let's check out that building. All right. Uh, the door is unlocked. It is a small, like, non-denominational prayer room. And there is another small, single door to the south. More prayer rooms. All right. All right, which way do we want to get in here, Margo? Pretty much scouted the outer perimeter for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you guys haven't gone around the south, but... We should probably check the south, too, just to be sure. And then we can enter the building, just so we scout out the grounds. Okay, we'll keep following the grounds until we loop back to where we were. All right. As you were going, you see two guards. Uh, Like, as you're reaching the middle of the south wall, you're not far from the southern gate. Mm -hmm. You see two guards uh, making their rounds. Okay. Uh, So go ahead and make two more stealth checks with advantage for me. I got a 15. 26. Okay. Um, yeah, they, you guys kind of duck into a corner. And uh, yeah, because the walls aren't perfect. It, the, the walls don't make a perfect square. Like mm-hmm. there's all these small buildings built into the wall. Uh, in fact, the building you guys are just passing seems to be like a stable of some kind. Uh, there's another set of double doors. You guys check in there, and that just leads to the southern gates. Okay. And as you guys come across, you see that there is... Uh, this is actually a little bit of a dead end. There's a single door. Well, there are two separate single doors going north. Uh, a set of double doors going east, and a single door going south. Um, you can... you can see some windows. Uh, So if you wanted to look into some of these places, you could. I'll peek into them. All right. Um, The doors that lead east appear to go into a kitchen. um, Or a larder of some kind. All right. Uh, The doors to the south. It looks like it's a guard's room, but you think you can make out some stairs. The single door to the north, one of them leads into what appears to be a dojo. All right, I'll make a note of where the dojo and where the guards room is. Um, they are both the dojo is against the uh, western wall, mm-hmm. and this particular guards room is in the uh, uh, southwest corner. Okay, that way when we report back. Did you catch that I said you you think you can make out a set of stairs? Yes. I I just wanted to make sure that I I didn't leave leave anything out. Is the stairs part of the the guards area, or is that separate? It's part of the guards area. It's in the guards room. Okay, I would assume that that would be an area for them to rest or whatever, so... Um, You can't see a bed. I mean, there's, like, tables for them and chairs. I think that's where the prison is. Okay, then I'll creep up the stairs. As Margo uh, the says, door that. Of the guard's room is locked. You guys about to say we're not in it. Yeah, you were just looking through the windows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I have a skeleton key, so we can go in if you want to. Is anybody in there right now? You don't see anyone. 
Okay, then I'll have Margo go and try and unlock it. Well, I've got my skeleton key, so I should be able to get it open. It gives you advantage on it. It gives me advantage? Sweet. Let me yeah. go ahead and... Yeah. So uh, use your thieves tools. You're going to roll your dexterity plus your proficiency modifier. Which should be four. Yep. And I think your proficiency modifier at this level is four. Yeah. Oh, so adding those two things. Yes. Oh, okay. So eight plus whatever your dice are. 23. Oh, yeah. You get it open easy. And I will creep up the stairs. So there are stairs going up and there are stairs going down. Stairs going down. All right. That's what my instinct tells me is that down is where they will be. This is why Margo's in charge of the stealth mission. (laughs) Yeah, I get plus eight to stealth, so. I'm relying on them sneakers and my magical (laughs) tricks. Well, it also helps that you guys have been moving fast. Yeah. You estimate you've only been, it only took you maybe 30 minutes to walk around. There we go. Be quick or be dead. All right. So. uh, The stairs lead down into this room. And actually, the door is a bar. Like it's a a gate. And so you'll have to pick that lock to get through. Okay. Do the same thing I did a minute ago? Yep. Okay. Oh, I should say, as you're picking the lock, there are, you can see, this door leads to a hallway, goes for about 20 feet, and then you think it turns to the north. Uh, But you can see there are some, cells is a strong word, torture chambers is a stronger word. Mm, I don't like it. And you can hear people being actively tortured. I'll forget this in my memory banks for our uh, employers on this one. I'm going to murder someone later. Don't. Not now. <laughs> not right now. I said later. Um, That was a 21. Yeah. Yeah, you get it open easy. Okay. All right. So are we... Well, obviously, we have to pass by the spot where people are being... Yep. So make another uh, stealth check for me. Okay, that's better. 16. Um, All right. 15, thank God. Okay. Um, Yeah, it turns north another 20 feet and there's a door, but this door appears to be unlocked. Push it open. Slowly. All right. Shall I check for that too? No, no, I'm not going to worry about it. I'll I'll keep your one from there. This door leads to a 25-foot-long hallway. That seems to just end. But there is a set of double doors leading east. Well, the hallway... So the hallway just ends and the doors are off to the side, I'm guessing. Yes. We need to investigate the thing, though. Because that... I don't believe a hallway... I don't believe that ends either. That's why I was clarifying. Um, And if this fails, I guess we could try and sneak into one of the cells and ask if they've seen anything. It's always possible, but that's a risk. Mm-hmm. A big one. Yeah. Um, Investigate the hallway. Yeah, while Margo's doing that, I'm going to see what I can do for this. 
Uh, Margo, what is your passive perception? 17. It's 17. 17. Um, you know that that's a false wall at the end of this hallway. Okay, cool. Does that mean we can like walk through it or is there just a door? It means it's a secret door. Okay. I want to pick the lock to get in. Okay. Are you investigating the double doors or the secret door? The secret door. Okay. You got to find the mechanism to unlock the secret door because yes, it's, you need it just to looks roll like a wall to find the the mechanism. Perception. It's Hang like on. a Scooby Doo door. You have to find the right thing. Yeah. That didn't work. I got eight. Yeah, you don't know. Oh wait a minute! I lied. That was a seven. It looked like a one. Uh. <laughs> but there's something past this. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You found the mechanism. Okay, cool. Do you want to go in, Rovarth? Yeah, I want to go in. This is secret door. <laughs> what kind of question is that, anyway? Double check. Let me show you how to do this, young whippersnapper. <laughs> Open the door. All right. It opens up into what appears to be a bedroom uh, with these familiar paper and wood sliding doors. Mm-hmm. The room's about 15 by 15. Mm-hmm. Important question. Do you close the door behind you? I would after Margo enters the room. I was okay. going to say, if he left it open, Margo would be like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you guys get into the room and Roarth, you wouldn't hear that, but Margo definitely would hear someone say, what was that? I'll be right back. Uh, so, Margo, you stop Rovarth from walking further into the room. Yeah. And go ahead and roll stealth checks for me as someone opens the door to this bedroom and walks in. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. That's what I'm going to take. 17. <laughs> Hang on. What was it? Okay. Eight. 12. Okay. See, these Girl. sneakers are saving my butt so much. <laughs> And invisibility. Um, Margo, don't you have sneakers? Did you not buy those? No, but I, I No, but she in- has the advantage anyway because we're invisible. Yeah. Oh, was I supposed to add for the invisible thing too? You don't add, you, you roll just twice roll again. and take the higher number. Yeah. Oh, I did but I rolled I already rolled two dice. So Yeah, that's okay. what it was. Yeah. Um I mean the guy steps in, he looks and he goes, Huh. Let's imagine the wind. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> But you, he he walks through and he closes the door behind him. Mm-hmm. And you guys can hear there's plenty of activity on the other side of this door. And can we hear what's going on or no? You'd have to roll a perception check to really parse out the conversations. So we opened the door. He walked up and then closed the door. You open and closed the secret door. Okay. And then he walked in through the normal door. Ah, okay. So we're still in the room. Yes. Okay. You are in the bedroom. Okay. And on the other side of this paper door, you can hear a bunch of activity. And this Um, room is not, like, this bedroom is not personal. Okay. This seems more like it's just a place for people to sleep. Um, I'm going to walk up to the door and press my, my weird dragon ears to it and listen. Weird lizard ears. Yeah. 
Do we roll All with right. advantage or no? No, you won't roll with advantage. Okay. So yes, I got yes. an eight. <laughs> Rolled real bad on you that one. You can't. Well, can you? I mean, I have passive perception of 17. Yeah. But, well, uh, passive perception of 17. Happened. You know that there's probably a dozen different voices on the other side of that door. Yeah, but I can't hear them. If I'm rolling for perception, then I have a total of... I have a negative. I keep remembering that. That's a 13. You're not sure, but it, it doesn't sound like guards or torturers. It sounds like an office. Like it, it sounds like every now and then during the war, you were allowed to, you, you would accompany Sven mm-hmm. to military intelligence meetings. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what it sounds like. Well, now I'm very curious. And there's no way to look through the door or anything. The paper is translucent. So you can see like shadows. But no distinct shapes besides. No. Okay. okay. They like humanoid shadows? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to look to Margo. Should, do you want, should we open it? I mean, they're probably, probably going to see us if we open the door, though. Margo... I think your this would be wisdom. Your wisdom is high enough to know that you might be able to open the door enough to slide in and get a better look at this room. Oh, that's true. Rovar would not. Oh yeah, no, I'm. T- I'm oh big. yeah, yeah. Okay, then I'll, um, I'll. You could also potentially just because the way the door and like front wall is set up is that it is um, a grid of wooden bars with paper in between them. Mm-hmm. So you could potentially cut the paper at like the bottom and look and just hope that nobody notices. I kind of want to do that. There's less risk. I think, uh, no, they'll find it later. I'll, I'll slide in. Okay. Roll stealth. Do the squiggles. Just I'll cover to- you from the other side. <laughs> Please roll well, since it's not with advantage. Uh, got in 19. Okay. You slide the door open, and you step through, and kind of step off to the side, and you're trying to slide the door. And uh, one of the people in the room says, uh, Yun, you left the door open. Come on, man. And uh, the other guy goes, what? Oh, I, I was sure I had closed it. I'm sorry. And he just walks over and closes the door and doesn't notice you because you're invisible. Yeah. Thank God. But yeah, there's probably about two dozen people in this room at tables and desks. There's all kinds of files and papers. And there's a symbol you don't recognize. Um, it is a ring Inside, it's a circle inside of a circle, and they both have a, a dash through the center. Are they talking about anything specific? Some of them are. Um, it What it sounds like is very official gossip. Not like, oh, did you see, or like business gossip, but they are talking about people and their lives, and information about them. 
This is like a CIA meeting. Basically. It's more like a CIA office. Oh, okay. What okay. have we found ourselves into? <laughs> this is dope. Do I hear anything about Elric? Um, make a perception check. See if you can parse that out. Oh, no. I didn't mean to throw it. Well, that was a good roll. I wish I could say I, I meant to. 19. 19. You don't hear Elric. But you do hear someone hand a folder to what is clearly a superior officer and say, uh, the reports on the firearm production, sir. Cool. Where's this guy heading? The superior? Does he stand there? He's not going anywhere. He's sitting at a desk. Oh, he's sitting at a desk. Damn it. I wanted to steal it, but that's not going to work at all. Okay. Cool. Um... Um, What you notice Mm -hmm. is he looks over the file, he takes it, and he walks across the room to... So on this eastern wall, which you're kind of in the corner of, there are two single doors. And he walks up to the single door closest to you, which is a heavily reinforced iron door. He pulls a key out of his pocket, he puts the key in the lock, turns it, pulls this big heavy door open pulls it closed behind him and then after about a minute he opens the door back up and closes it again. Did he leave the f- he doesn't have the folder anymore? No. Mm. Okay. That's yeah. Alright, I'm gonna head back because I want to break into that room, but it's super dangerous. <laughs> With a dozen people in this yeah. fifty foot by fifty foot room? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'm going to head back out and, you know, if, if she hears anything else, awesome. But. Okay. I mean, I, unless you ask me about something specific, you're not oh, really going to yes. hear anything. Um, There's just too much talking. Do they talk about that group at all that we were hanging out with? The reformers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Make a perception check to see what you can fully piece out. 25. Okay. Um, there, in one corner of the room, there's a briefing going on. Uh, you will have to make a stealth check to get closer to be able to fully listen to it. It's a regular stealth check? I don't know what that means. Yeah, just You regular. still have advantage, advantage from the invisibility. That's yeah, you still have advantage. You're still invisible. Oh, cool. You got like another 15 minutes. Oh, we need to get out. 24. All right. Yeah, you make it over there. One of them says, all right. Our agent Stormclaw was able to follow these outsiders who had met up with the reformers back to their base. We'll be mounting the attack at at midnight. Stirred. All right. All right, well, upon hearing that information, I'm going to sneak my way back out. All right, make another stealth check. 28. All right. Yep, you get back into the room. Uh, Well, you get back to the corner. And you make another stealth check to uh, get into that room. Good. 
Because they did close the door behind you. 25. Okay. Yeah, you easily... So, Rovarth, from your perspective, Margot disappears for like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then the door slides open. Nothing happens. And then Mm -hmm. the door closes. (laughs) What did we find out? They're going to attack the reformers at midnight. We need to get out of here. And there was some information about uh, the firearms, but they put it in a like a room with a metal door. The file. Safe. Yeah, safe. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to sneak into that thing. Okay, so here's the thing. We can mm-hmm. cause, I can do a thing to cause enough chaos to maybe delay them a little bit, and then we can bamp out of here. Do you want me to do that, or do you want to not risk it? You guys also did get there at like, you're there during the day. Yeah. So you don't know if there will be more or less people here at night. I'm just putting it out there for Margot. Oh, to, to get into the, the safe? I, I can. If they're setting up a meeting at midnight mm-hmm. to attack the reformers, they probably have to still get the finishing touches on it. From what you were telling me, it sounds like maybe this is their uh, head honchos for this uh, assault plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. So I can, in theory, cause some chaos for them and get out without them knowing who it was. Okay. Do you want me to do that? Yes. Okay. This is Jason doing something stupid. Just really fucking stupid. But I'm here for it. I got the go ahead. Yeah. So I feel like I've been approved. What I would like to what I would like to do (laughs) because I'm realizing that this spell will not work because this building (laughs) has a roof on it. What I would like to do is slowly open the door. Okay. Have have Margot point out who is in charge and then I would like to cast Blight on them and then Dimension Doras out. That is what I would... Oh, no, wait. I have, I have Shatter still. Never mind. I'll just cast Shatter in the room and then I'll bam- Dimension Doras out. Okay. I don't understand what the goal of doing that and then the two of you teleporting away is. To... To basically to delay or hamper their plans to attack the reformers. Well, they're not attacking for like another six hours. No, we can just, you know. Okay, fine. Then we'll just leave. <laughs> it's, it's during the day and they're not attacking till midnight. Okay. I didn't know if like so, they had their soldiers in this meeting room or no. like this was just the office people. Yeah, this is their main head honcho, I would assume, is in that room that helps organize, but the rest of them are just informants. Okay. That that's the information that I wanted to know. In that mm-hmm. case, then I am not going to jeopardize the mission for this. We're just gonna leave. Yeah. All right. Um and make one stealth check for me. Okay. Just to save us some time. Natural twenty again. Twenty-three. 23. Alright. Um yeah, you guys, luckily your invisibility gives out uh, inside of an empty room. Okay. So you're able to just activate the coin again, 
get out, fly over the wall. All right. And uh, while you're on your way back to the reformers to warn them what you have found out, this episode is over. Jittery with nerves. No. <laughs> oh, man. Abby, you're pluggables. Plug. Oh, man. I'm not ready for this. Okay. Pluggables. Yeah, that thing. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all are elvenly underscore E. Uh, fo- follow me if you want to hear me yell about things I'm passionate about and occasional art. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel that is Aerosil Prime, E-R-A-S-Y-L space P-R-I-M-E, where I play various RPGs. But, you know, the problem with video games, you can never really get the emotional trauma that you can out of a, you know, pen and paper tabletop RPG. So, you know, if you really want that, stay tuned for this. But uh, otherwise, if you want, you know, video game style, go check that out on YouTube. And you can find my emotionally wrecked ass on Instagram at JerryJerryQuiteContrary and Twitter at Jerryus underscore Jer. I also write about wrestling on VoicesOfWrestling.com. I am completely drained right now, so I'm done. I'm Ashley. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under AmCosplayClean. Uh, and I have been Eli Royal. And uh, this episode is officially a memoriam to my cat, who, as of today's recording in January 2021, had to be put down. Uh, He was a screaming baby who was 11 years old and 16 pounds of pure muscle. And baby kitty will be missed. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.